Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible. New Living Translation, copyright 1996-2004-2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Carol Stream, Illinois 60188. All rights reserved. Well, hello my friends, my name is Bill and today is day 226 of our journey through the Bible. It's August 14th. Today we're going to continue in the book of Jeremiah, reading chapters 16 and 17. Then we're going to jump over to Psalms and read Psalms 96. And after that, we're going to finish off today's reading with John chapter 16. You know, I'm really, really happy to see you all here today. I know I don't see you, but I know that I'm doing this and you're listening and you're following along and this is awesome. I love this. I absolutely love this. Anyway, let's get right into it with Jeremiah chapter 16. The Lord gave me another message. He said, Do not get married or have children in this place. For this is what the Lord says about the children born here in this city and about their mothers and fathers. They will die from terrible diseases. No one will mourn for them or bury them, and they will lie scattered on the ground like manure. They will die from war and famine, and their bodies will be food for the vultures and wild animals. This is what the Lord says. Do not go to funerals to mourn and show sympathy for these people, for I have removed my protection and peace from them. I have taken away my unfailing love and my mercy. Both the great and the lowly will die in this land. No one will bury them or mourn for them. Their friends will not cut themselves in sorrow or shave their heads in sadness. No one will offer a meal to comfort those who mourn for the dead. Not even at the death of a mother or father, no one will send a cup of wine to console them. And do not go to their feasts and parties. Do not eat and drink with them at all. For this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. In your own lifetime, before your very eyes, I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in this land. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will no longer be heard. When you tell the people all these things, they will ask, Why has the Lord decreed such terrible things against us? What have we done to deserve such treatment? What is our sin against the Lord our God? Then you will give them the Lord's reply. It is because your ancestors were unfaithful to me. They worshipped other gods and served them. They abandoned me and did not obey my word. And you are even worse than your ancestors. You stubbornly follow your own evil desires and refuse to listen to me. So I will throw you out of this land and send you into a foreign land where you and your ancestors have never been. There you can worship idols day and night, and I will grant you no favors. But the time is coming, says the Lord, when people who are taking an oath will no longer say, As surely as the Lord lives, who rescued the people of Israel from the land of Egypt. Instead, they will say, As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel back to their own land from the land of the north and from all the countries to which he had exiled them. For I will bring them back to this land that I gave their ancestors. But now I am sending for many fishermen who will catch them, says the Lord. I am sending for hunters who will hunt them down in the mountains, hills, and caves. I am watching them closely, and I see every sin. They cannot hope to hide from me. I will double their punishment for all their sins because they have deviled, defiled my land with lifeless images of their detestable gods and have filled my territory with their evil deeds. 
Lord, you are my strength and fortress, my refuge in the day of trouble. Nations from around the world will come to you and say, Our ancestors left us a foolish heritage, for they worshipped worthless idols. Can people make their own gods? These are not real gods at all. The Lord says, Now I will show them my power. Now I will show them my might. At last they will know and understand that I am the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 17 The sin of Judah is inscribed with an iron chisel, engraved with a diamond point on their stony hearts and on the corners of their altars. Even their children go to worship at their pagan altars and Asherah poles, beneath every green tree and on every high hill. So I will hand over my holy mountain, along with all your wealth and treasures and your pagan shrines, as plunder to your enemies, for sin that runs rampant in your land. The wonderful possession I have reserved for you will slip from your hands. I will tell your enemies to take you as captives to a foreign land, for my anger blazes like a fire that will burn forever. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Like a partridge that hatches eggs she is not laid, so are those who get their wealth by unjust means. At midlife they will lose their riches. In the end they will become poor old fools. But we worship at your throne, eternal, high, and glorious. O Lord, the hope of Israel! All who turn away from you will be disgraced. They will be buried in the dust of the earth, for they have abandoned the Lord, the fountain of living water. O Lord, if you heal me, I will be truly healed. If you save me, I will be truly saved. My praises are for you alone. People scoff at me and say, What is this message from the Lord you talk about? Why don't your predictions come true? Lord, I have not abandoned my job as a shepherd for your people. I have not urged you to send disaster. You have heard everything I have said. Lord, don't terrorize me. You alone are my hope in the day of disaster. Bring shame and dismay on all who persecute me, but don't let me experience shame and dismay. Bring a day of terror on them. Yes, bring double destruction upon them. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand in the gates of Jerusalem, first in the gate where the king goes in and out, and then in each of the other gates. Say to all the people, Listen to this message from the Lord, you kings of Judah, and all you people of Judah, and everyone living in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. Listen to my warning. Stop carrying on your trade at Jerusalem's gates on the Sabbath day. Do not do your work on the Sabbath, but make it a holy day. I gave this command to your ancestors, but they did not listen or obey. They stubbornly refused to pay attention or accept my discipline. 
But if you obey me, says the Lord, and do not carry on your trade at the gates or work on the Sabbath day, and if you keep it holy, then kings and their officials will go in and out of these gates forever. There will always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. Kings and their officials will always ride in and out among the people of Judah in chariots and on horses, and this city will remain forever. And from all around Jerusalem, from the towns of Judah and Benjamin, from the western foothills and the hill country and the Negev, the people will come with their burnt offerings and sacrifices. They will bring their grain offerings, frankincense, and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. But if you do not listen to me and refuse to keep the Sabbath holy, and if on the Sabbath day you bring loads of merchandise through the gates of Jerusalem, just as on other days... Then I will set fire to these gates. The fire will spread to the palaces, and no one will be able to put out the roaring flames. The Book of Psalms, Chapter 96 Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, praise His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of other nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty fill His sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come into His courts. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Tell all the nations, the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for He is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with His truth. The Book of John, Chapter 16 I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith, for you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think they are doing a holy service for God. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I'm telling you these things now, so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I am going away to the one who sent me, and not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I have told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. And if I do go away, then I will send him to you. Then, and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin, and of God's righteousness, and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. 
All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. In a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, What does he mean when he says, In a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me, and Emma, I am going to the Father. And what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, Are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said in a little while you won't see me, but a little while after that you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives away to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy." At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth, you will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I have spoken of these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything, and there's no need to question you. From this we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, Do you finally believe? But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would bless the reading of your word today. Thank you for your word. You know, you probably notice a a difference in the sound here. I had to record some of today's reading um, at home and some I've had to come and and finish up here in my work truck at work. Anyway, you know, these last couple weeks I have been off social media. Um, I got rid of my, like I'm no longer on Facebook, I'm no longer on Instagram, and it's it's very freeing, but you know, at the same time, a person really needs to be careful and really needs to um, seek the Lord in this because, you know, I sit at work and I'll read a book, um, I'll read Hemingway or something, and whereas other people are all on their phone looking at their social media, and I... I have to admit, there's times when I feel like I'm kind of lonely. What? Where did that come from? Where in the world did that come from? We have become so addicted to social media and our phones and, oh, you know what? It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. I'm 
I want to encourage listeners to put away the social media, to pick up a book, to engage in conversation with your co-workers. Um, it's a lie that this that we need social media to not feel lonely um, because we have Jesus and Jesus is all we need. Anyway, my friends, I'm rambling a little bit here. Um, that's it. I hope to see you all tomorrow. Take care now.